you can walk into rooms where you don't know anybody. You can you can go to places you haven't been and you're able to physically and mentally stretch yourself. And you know what? You didn't die. You didn't die. You could do it again. And getting yourself out of that element helps so much. Welcome to a whole lot of shift podcast. The podcast for multi-passionate women with an entrepreneurial spirit, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you shift away from all the shoulds and supposed tos to what's truly possible for you in your business and your life, all on your own terms. You ready, girl? Let's make shift happen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. I'm so glad you're here. Today is going to be part four in our confidence series. And I'm super excited to get this kicked off. We have been talking for the last four weeks about all things related to confidence and how this ties into your business and really your everyday life and creating the life and business that you really want, right? This is kind of a foundational piece that I think it's missed a lot of times when when we're talking about our businesses and when we're talking to business coaches, you know, a lot of times we're so hyper-focused on strategy and trying to do all the things that we kind of forget. You could do all the things in the background, but if you don't have the confidence to fully show up, you're going to struggle. And we don't we don't want people struggling. We're all about making some shift happen here. All right, so... So far in the series, I just kind of want to quickly recap. We have talked about the importance of confidence and why that's important and why it's important in your business, how it can help make help you make good decisions and make quick decisions as a true business owner does. We have talked about imposter syndrome and that little pesky thief of all joy, which is that of comparison and the way that we can sometimes feel like we're not enough that, or that we're not deserving of the accomplishments that we've had. And we sometimes don't even recognize that we've done them. We then talked about in this last week, I gave you guys kind of some tips and strategies on how to be confident and assert yourself without the fear of being labeled a bitch, right? Because that's that's just not what we're not what we're doing. I really, I really hate when we get labeled that way, when we're really just speaking our mind and, and showing up with absolute confidence. So, all right, that was last week, but this week, part four, we are talking about maintaining and exuding confidence. Cause here's the deal. You've all gone through, you know, this series together. We've, we've, talked about some affirmations. We came up with some affirmations for you to go through. We've gone back through previous accomplishments and achievements and tried to identify where we maybe have downplayed ourselves so that we can start recognizing and becoming more aware of where we may be running into imposter syndrome. And we talked about how we want to start shifting out of those thoughts and recognizing that you put in the work, you had the achievement, right? So all those things that we've been talking about, here's the deal. We can't just do them once. I know, it sucks. But confidence is just, it's like a muscle that we have to constantly exercise, right? And it's something that we need to do consistently. And I'll tell you, consistency is one of the most difficult human behaviors for us to achieve or overcome, however you want to look at it. It's very, very difficult 
to remain steadily consistent on a regular basis. It's just one of the most difficult human behaviors to master. So that's why it is so difficult for some where they'll feel like, hey, I might go through a period of feeling really confident and I'll do all these things and then I stop doing them and then I don't feel confident anymore. Well, that's exactly why, right? That consistency. You weren't working that muscle all the time. So we're going to kind of talk today about what that looks like so that we are portraying this confident image of ourselves on a regular basis in all the things that we do so that we don't kind of do that little roller coaster ride. Well, I remember I used to do this and now I'm terrified, right? And first of all, I do want to say that is completely normal, completely normal to say, I know I've done this a million times or I've done this in the past, but now all of a sudden I have these fears. It's really funny. I go to this networking meeting on a regular basis and every single week, the people in the networking meeting have to stand up and give basically a commercial for their business or, you know, a quick ask of the group, what they're asking for help in, in their business for that week. And it's usually a quick one or two minute thing. Some of the people in that group have been there for 10 plus years. They've been doing this for years. Every single week, they do the same thing. And I have to tell you, almost every single one of them say every week, they still get a little bit nervous to stand up and give the talk about their business for the week and give the ask of the group for the week. They still get nervous about it. But they still show up every week and they do it every week. And the more that they do it and that networking meeting, the easier it becomes for them to do it elsewhere, everywhere on a regular basis, right? So I have to tell you, very normal, very normal. Some of those nerves, I don't know that they ever go away, but the difference is that you guys are walking away with some of the practical strategies to help you show up confidently. That's what I'm going to kind of talk about today is really how to appear and portray yourself in a confident manner. One of the things to think about when we're talking about confidence, right? And just like I was giving that example of the networking meeting, it really kind of helps us to send a very clear message to those around us about our belief in self, our belief in our capabilities, which then implies the belief in our business and what we do and how we serve, right? So when we are able to portray that confidence, that's sending a super distinct and clear message. Again, you might still get a little nervous. You might have some doubts. Totally normal. Everyone does it. Successful people, doesn't matter how long they've been doing it. It's, it's just part of the game. So I kind of talked a little bit about how you'll kind of go on a roller coaster ride if you're not regularly practicing it, right? It's just kind of the cycle of confidence, if we want to say that. First, you start, you know, you start practicing something, you start doing it, you start feeling a little bit better. So then now that you're feeling a bit more confident about it, you do it more. It creates that action, right? So then the more you do it, the more success that you have, the more success that you have, what happens to your confidence? It goes up, right? So it's kind of like this big snowball that just keeps going and going. And with each step along the way, each thing that you conquer, each time you conquer a fear, or you show it more confidently, that just allows you to move on to the next thing. So this is why all along I've asked you guys to kind of be thinking about your achievements and your accomplishments, because when we really get to think about those, even the small ones, guys, these can be tiny, just small things, okay? 
it kind of adds to that layer of confidence. And I'll give you an, e- an easy example. For me, I have kind of a, my one of my non-negotiables is my gym time, right? I have set mentally for myself, I'm like, okay, a minimum, I want to go to the gym three days of this week, but I'm really aiming for five because I want to give myself that extra push. I'm aiming for five. My minimum is three. And part of the reason why I do that is because I used to get really, really hard on myself if I didn't make it to five. And I was like, okay, you know what? You still did a lot better than the average person. You went three times. That's still a win, right? So this is why I say every win, no matter how small, matters. So most weeks I do make it between four and five. Four seems to be my sweet spot. The goal is always a minimum of three. And one of the things that we don't realize is just that consistent action of keeping that promise to myself of, hey, I promised myself I would go at least three days this week. And I know that this is still better than the average American, truthfully, that that little bit that helps build my confidence, right? So then when something comes in and it's my business, it's oh my gosh, I have to be consistent in a podcast. I have to release an episode every week. Oh, that sounds scary. Oh, that's a commitment. I can sit back and I can go, hold on. You have other commitments that you do with ease. You no longer think twice about it. And you do them a lot more frequently than once a week, right? It just kind of allows for that additional thought process when we start thinking about how small of a win can we really be aware of and appreciate? So when I've said throughout the last couple of weeks, you know, think about your achievements and your accomplishments. Hey, I want you to think about them big or small. Did you get up today? Did you go for a walk? Did you go to the gym? Did you do some self-care? Believe it or not, all those things help, especially when you're doing them consistently. It helps build that snowball of confidence. So that's what we're talking about. All right, let's get into my top tips because I want to I want to make sure I get through these without telling too many stories. You guys know I, I love stories and I have a lot of stories. And the funny thing about me is that I can literally just have, I don't know, something happen, something random, but I'm like, oh no, I can make a whole story about this. This is a story. So anyway, okay, we're going to get into the practical strategies. I've written down some things. Number one, to maintain self-confidence. Look at your self-talk. Positive self-talk. I know it sounds silly. We've heard it all the time. Oh, don't be mean to yourself, right? But it's so true. The inner conversation that we have in our minds with ourselves is so important and it really can have an impact on your on your confidence. So we want to try and keep those thoughts and the way that we're talking to ourselves or and talking about ourselves out loud, especially. Try to keep that in a positive light so that when you are feeling some self-doubt or fear, anxiety, whatever, you can respond then internally also, hey, wait a minute, is that true? I think that was week two where I asked you guys to think about, is that true? Right? And you can remind yourself, wait a minute, I've done this in the past. So positive self-talk and really paying attention to your thoughts and your words you're, if you're feeling like, oh man, I need to go, and I'm going to use just this networking meeting as an example since I talked about it in the beginning of this, this live, 
I need to go to this networking meeting and I need to stand and oh my God, I, I, I just always look so stupid when I'm up there. That right there, right? That's that negative thought. Not true. Is it true? It's really not. Were you nervous? Sure. Did you have some fears? Sure. That part can be true and that's okay, right? But watching that self-talk. So that's number one. Number two is to surround yourself with positivity. Surround yourself with positivity. Surround yourself with the people who are going to help influence you in a positive way. Surround yourself with the people who are doing things that you're wanting to achieve in your business and in your life so that they can start impacting that confidence in yourself as well, right? Surrounding yourself with positive people can make such a difference because I can tell you this. You start surrounding yourself with the right people who are confident in what they're doing and are positive. They're positive thinkers. They're positive talkers. They believe in abundance. They don't approach things with a scarcity mindset. I guarantee you they're probably going to be some of your biggest cheerleaders. And you're going to get to use that as some of your added strength to continue on with exuding the confidence that you want because you're going to have these people that you're surrounded by going, no, girl, you're killing it. You're doing amazing. Just like we do right here in the Whole Lot of Shift Facebook group, right? We recognize the things that we're doing. When you guys are doing Sell Yourself Saturday and you're posting all the things that you're that you're doing in your businesses, like, I love seeing that. And I think others in the group really love it as well because then we get to see all the incredible services that we're providing and you're surrounded by a group of people who are pumping you up. All right, so that's number two. Watch your surroundings and surround yourself with those positive people. Um, I already kind of spoke to this a little bit, but it is really important. Celebrate the small wins, all of them. They don't have to be massive achievements. They can be big, they can be small, but I really would encourage you to pay attention to even just some of your small wins. You know, hey, I, you know, my goal for this week was to was to post on social media at least once a day. And I did that, right? Celebrate that. It's really important that you recognize, hey, I did a I did one percent better today than I did yesterday. I think sometimes we forget we're so focused on like this big massive goal that we forget that it's really the teeny tiny steps that we're doing all along the way that's really building us up, right? That small 1% a day is what creates the bigger transformation. So set and celebrate the small goals, the small wins. Don't forget about those. Okay, those are my top three of how to maintain your confidence. Watch yourself talk, make it positive, Surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with those positive people and that abundance mindset. So important. I cannot even stress that enough. I might have to do a whole podcast just about your environment and who's in it because I truly believe that is vital, vital to your success. And there's a whole lot of ways in which family God love them, bless them. They want to protect us. And sometimes they can impact your confidence a little bit. So surround yourself with lots of positive people. So important. That was number two. And then third one, set some of those smaller goals, those small wins. Hey, I'm going to go out on a walk three days this week, whatever it is, and celebrate that. 
Okay. That consistency alone helps prove to yourself when you're thinking about, hey, I don't know if I can consistently do this in my business. I don't, I don't know if I want to take that on. It allows you to think back on what you've done. So celebrate those small goals and wins. Okay. So then that's to maintain your confidence. But I also want to talk about some of the little things that we can do to exude confidence. And I really kind of got to thinking about this because for those of you who don't know, and you may have heard it in some of the previous podcast episodes, but a very long time ago, I won't even mention how many years, I worked in direct care with kids. I was a weekend manager at the children's home, and I worked with six to 12-year-olds specifically. And then out of that, I became a therapeutic foster parent. And I had some foster children in my home for a few years. Anyways, one of the things that we did when I was working in direct care at that home is, is I was heavily coached and trained on, on these life skills that we would teach the kids. And one of the important life skills that we would teach them are some of the ones that I'm, I'm going to bring up to you. And they seem small, and some of them might even seem silly, but they make a huge difference in how you are presenting yourself to the world, and not just to the world, but also you don't realize how much better you feel when you start to practice them. And so some of these are ones that I used to teach on a regular basis. And so I'm going to share, share some of that with you now. The first one, girl, stand up tall. Good posture matters. You don't need to slump over or, or you, know, you know who I think about when I think about this, this, ease, this stand tall? If any of you have ever watched old pictures or videos of Princess Diana when she was still with Charles, if you watch them, look closely at her posture and her demeanor. It is, I, when I really started paying attention to this and once I noticed it, I cannot even believe the difference. So there are pictures of her and when she was with Charles, she would stand next to Charles and she kind of did like this hunched over thing. And I don't know if it was a height thing because she was very tall, but she constantly had her shoulders down and she was hunched forward, just very poor posture. And then when you look at pictures and videos of her much later after the divorce, et cetera, she's like standing tall. Her shoulders are broad. Like she's, she's in a good place for herself. I, I don't know if any of you have ever seen that or if you watch, what was that show on Netflix? I, Crown. I love that show. Anyways, I always think about that. Stand tall. Good posture makes a huge difference. Believe it or not, make eye contact is number two. I know. I'm not the hugest fan of making eye contact either. Honestly. Ugh. And sometimes just naturally when I talk, my eyes tend to wander. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm not being meaningful to the person. But one of the life skills that I used to help teach was that the reason you want to make sure that you're making eye contact with somebody, because it does two things. It lets them know that you are truly listening to what they're saying because you're looking them directly in the eye. It also speaks a bit to that what you're saying is, is something of importance, right? When you're taking the time to stop and look directly at somebody and make that eye contact, you've got something important to share. And again, it speaks to just how you're presenting yourself to the world and the confidence that you want to exude. So make eye contact with number two. Number three, speak clearly and calmly. Listen, and this is so important. If you need to take a moment before you kind of 
start into something. Maybe I think it was in week three that I talked about, you know, how to be assertive and how you, it may be that you're, you're in a meeting with several people and you want to be able to express yourself or freely express the ideas that you have. And you might need to take a moment, sit back, take a deep breath, gather your thoughts in your mind for a moment, and then speak so that you know that you are speaking clearly and calmly. It's so important. It's going to portray your message in a completely different manner. And you're going to notice as you're presenting it that that there's a shift in the confidence that you have when you're doing that. So that's number three. And then number four, positive body language. I know this kind of sounds silly, right? But again, when we're thinking about kind of that hunched over state or that state where we're just not feeling, you know, the most confident, maybe you're appearing very, oh, what's the word that I want to use? I don't want to say defensive, but, you know, there's a lot uh, that can go into body language, such as the crossing of the arms. And, you know, when you think about body language, let's say you are sitting with somebody and they're sitting next to you and they're having a conversation with you. Go ahead and turn your body towards them. Again, allow yourself to then be looking at them, make eye contact, sit tall or stand tall, whatever the case may be, and then and then ha- carry on that conversation. That little bit of body language turning into somebody, again, it lets them know you are giving them the attention, you are listening, and or vice versa, you also have something important to say. And it's showing that you have the confidence. The more in which we sit there and we kind of shudder and our body language speaks of somebody who's always looking down, that's another thing. When you're walking, I want you to think about that. Obviously, we do want to walk, we do want to look at what's in front of us when we're walking, but just kind of think about when you're walking into some place, are you just kind of hunched over looking at the ground, not really looking at anybody, not making eye contact with anybody? Or do you walk in standing tall like you own the place? Like you own your space and the space around you because you deserve to be there because you do, and you deserve to take up that space. That's how we want to be walking into a situation. Hi, I'm here. I'm here because I deserve to be here because I'm worth being here. And that's just kind of something that you need to know within yourself, but that is going to get portrayed in that body language and how we're holding ourselves. So I know earlier I said stand tall, but I'm just really speaking to the overall body language. How are you how are you walking into a situation? How are you sitting if you are gathered at a at a networking meeting, so forth and so on, right? And I especially think it's so important now and and we all do it. I'm guilty of it as well, looking at our phones. Oh my gosh. That for a lot of people, I have to say, I recognize that for a lot of people, at least holding your phone or looking at it when in a situation in which you're anxious can actually be something that might calm you, right? Because you kind of get to escape your, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I get it. I see a lot of people do that, but I would ask that you just be aware of when you're doing that because you kind of had even, again, having your head down being on your phone is really kind of portraying somebody who's not wanting to interact. And again, when you're talking about how you're presenting yourself in your business, we want to be thinking about some of those things. Okay. 
So the four tips for exuding that confidence, there's, and I don't know if any of you have ever heard of that whole like power pose or creating like that, that pose for yourself that really lets you like stand tall in that superwoman feeling or whatever. It works. It works. I might have to, I'll share some more on, on how to do that, but posture, stand tall, make eye contact, speak clearly and calmly. If you need to take a minute to get to teach your thoughts together, take it and positive body language. Again, if you're talking to somebody sitting next to you, turn into them. How are you hold, holding yourself or carrying yourself when you're walking into a situation? Are you sitting defensively all the time? Some of those things can really can really make a difference. I'm curious what some of what are some of the things that you guys do when you're trying to think of okay, I want to show up confidently in this moment. I want to I want to appear confidently. What are some of the little tricks that you do? Do you give yourself a pep talk? Do you go look in the mirror and be like, "You got this, bitch." What do you do? I'm curious. Tell me. I've had some coaches tell me, "Hey, go look in the mirror. Give yourself a pep talk." That's not totally my jam, but I will say. Sometimes, especially if I'm like going to an event where there's a lot of people and sometimes I get anxious if there is a lot of people, I will take the moment while I'm sitting in my car alone to kind of tell myself, okay, you got this. Here is how you're going to introduce yourself. And sometimes I'll give myself like a little goal. You're going to introduce yourself to at least 10 people. Just 10. Just get the 10 out of the way. And of course, what happens? What happens if you set a small goal, even even if I said five people, you're going to introduce yourself to five people. What happens when you say five? You're going to end up with more than five. You're absolutely going to end up with more than five. So sometimes I'll do a little, a little, a little trick like that, but I'm curious. What are some of the tricks that you guys do? I'm curious. This last one, I, I went back and forth on whether or not I wanted to add this as one of my primary tips, but I want to share this. The other thing that I do to kind of maintain consistent confidence within myself is I consistently try different things. I try new things. And it's typically things that challenge me both mentally and physically because when I'm able to do that, it's, you know, it gets me outside of my element. I'm not, I'm not going to be at a place that I'm familiar with. It's going to be asking, again, it's, it's asking me to work some, some different muscles that I'm not used to, both physically and mentally. So I'll give you an example. Last summer, when I, when I was no longer working and I was working my business full time and I was, I was sitting here and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I, have, I need to get out. I, I need to start making connections, so forth and so on. And so some of the things that I did was I just got out and I started trying new fitness opportunities. I mean, I tried... I tried pole fitness. I tried, oh shoot, what was the other one? There was some, it was, it was a type of yoga. I don't know. And I'll be super serious. I'm not a big yoga person. So that was very different for me. Two weeks ago, I think it's been three weeks now. Just three weeks ago, I went and I tried bungee fitness. Super funny story. I thought for sure I was going to absolutely fall in love with bungee fitness and it was going to totally be my jam, right? Because it's kind of, it's, it's super active. And anyways, long story short, I went and I didn't love it. <laughs> it wasn't my jam. But here's the thing. It was completely different. I had to get completely outside of my comfort zone. I had to, and man, I experienced the same thing when I did the pool fitness. This is super important. This is why one of the 
reasons why I love doing this to help me with confidence is because it also requires a whole lot of external trust that we don't always do. So in the bungee fitness, I had to trust the bungees because we're jumping around. We're, we're, you know, we're doing burpees where you're going to jump up, you're going to hit the ground and you have to trust that that bungee is going to catch you. You're not going to fall flat on your face when you go to hit the ground. You also have to trust when we would do these things they call flyers, right? Where you're like running and then you kind of jump up and you fly on the bungees. Again, you have to trust that bungee is going to catch you. I experienced the same thing in the pole fitness. I didn't realize the actual pole turns. And so when you go to hang on it, you have to fully trust in yourself and you got to trust the pole that the pole's going to hold you and that it's not going to turn any more than however you move your body. There's ways in which you can move your body that will obviously make it go faster or slower. And they teach you all that in the class. But those were just off the top of my head a couple of times where I really had to get outside my comfort zone. I had to trust something that was not myself, that was not just me. And I had to completely trust that whatever that was, that it was going to hold me or whatever I was doing, right? And I had to, I was in a space I was not at all familiar with. I was surrounded by people I didn't know, had not met. I had to introduce myself. And I had to do something I had never tried before. And knowing, I had to go in knowing there was a really good chance I was going to suck at it. I was definitely going to suck at it. And I really sucked. <laughs> but that's okay. I went into it knowing that and being able to laugh about it and walk away. And it, it gave me such incredible perspective because now I get to say, okay, you know what? I know that I've tried other things outside of my routine. I know that I can continue to try other things. And it gives me the opportunity to say, when I'm trying something new, hey, is this something that I may want to start incorporating into some of my normal habits or routine, right? So it kind of fulfills multiple purposes when I do that. But that is one thing that I absolutely love to do when I'm thinking about how I want to continue to maintain confidence because it just kind of reaffirms for me, hey, you, you can do hard shit. You can walk into rooms where you don't know anybody. You can, you can go to places you haven't been and you're able to physically and mentally stretch yourself. And you know what? You didn't die. You didn't die. You could do it again. And it just, it, getting yourself out of that element helps so much. So I would encourage you guys to do that. Please, if you have anything that, that you've done recently where you're like, wow, that was really out of my comfort zone, I'd love to hear it because I want you guys to reflect back on those times when you're thinking about confidence. Okay, I think those are, I think I'm, I think I'm done telling stories, you guys. I'm so sorry. I know I go off on tangents sometimes. But my point is this confidence thing isn't something that you just do one day and suddenly you're this incredibly confident person. It's a little bit of a, a little bit of a journey, honestly. And if you're not regularly using it and regularly flexing that confident muscle, then it's going to feel more like a roller coaster. And I think we just want it to feel more like a journey. So that's why it's so important to be doing things that can help you really maintain and exude that confidence. So next week is a bonus week. 
I originally was only going to have this confidence series be for four sessions, but as I was going back through my notes, some of the things that we covered, I wanted to take the time to really give some better clarity on what I mean when I say making decisions in your business and taking action and being able to move forward and why confidence is the absolute foundation to that. I want to I want to start sharing some some details of that. So ne- next week, week five is actually going to be a bit of a bonus. So I'm super excited for that. I hope that you'll join in and, uh, and join me for that. By the way, if you're listening to this on the podcast, please know this was being streamed live in the Whole Lot of Shift Facebook group. And I stream live every Friday for Friday Copy Chats. And, and as part of the series, I've also been streaming live for five minutes on Mondays for Monday Mindset. So if you're not in the Facebook group, get in here. There's a lot of support, a ton of fun. Sell Yourself Saturday, Business Tip Tuesday. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's just a lot going on. I hope you all enjoyed part four in our series and talking about maintaining and exuding confidence. And I can't wait to, can't wait to talk to y'all later. Bye. Have a good week. Hey shifters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. If you heard something today that inspired you or resonated with you, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review to help others as well. Your review helps me give as much motivation and inspiration as I possibly can. And don't forget, you can catch all the outtakes, bonuses, special live stream interviews, and much more over at a whole lot of shift Facebook group. Until next time, keep making shift happen.